Life Management Science Labs would like to acknowledge that we live and produce this podcast on the traditional lands of the Wurundjeri people. We'd also like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land of our listeners and our international colleagues. We'd like to thank and pay our respects to the elders, past, present, and emerging. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Doing Well, the Wellbeing Science Insights podcast produced by LMSL, the Life Management Science Labs. We are champions of life management science, providing structured insights informed by science and inspired by practice on key aspects of conscious living. Each week, we bring you scientific and practical insights on each element with the expert knowledge of professionals in the field. I'm your host, Blue Ngo, coming to your ears from NARM, Melbourne, Australia. Let's learn together. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the show. I'm Lou, your host. And today I have a slightly different kind of content for you. Thank you so much for sticking with us for the past eight episodes of our podcast um, called Doing Well, the Wellbeing Science Insights Podcast. And here we are. We're actually in December now. So we thought we'll take a pause on the podcast and actually bringing you a different kind of content. Since we're in December, we're at the end of the year. You know, December is always a reflective time. So here we are reflecting on the year with you. And let us recap the first eight episodes with you. We have now journeyed through eight elements of the well-being science framework. And I'm here to talk to you about a fun thing that we're experimenting for December. So please stay tuned till the end. So we began the show in our studio with Dr. Garvin Slemp, and um, we had a really dynamic and fun conversation about work motivation and well-being. Um, this topic is really close to my heart this year because I've been struggling really hard with, you know, managing and balancing work and life. Um, and I've noticed that it, it affects my well-being sort of majorly, to be very honest. And Gavin actually pointed out something interesting. He pointed out that intrinsic motivation when it comes to work is actually more sustainable for our well-being compared to extrinsic motivation. And for a lot of us, sometimes it's hard to find intrinsic motivation at our job, depending on your circumstance and things in life. So a practice that Gavin recommended is actually to try job crafting when you're at work so that even if you're only, you know, a majority part of your work is only based on extrinsic motivation, you can enjoy it. And another thing is for all kinds of jobs, there are parts of it that you're not going to enjoy. So with that, when you try job crafting and um, you know, tweaking things that you do so you can find enjoyment and values in it, it will really help you to improve your level of well-being. And I find that to be really fascinating. And for me personally, it's just really fun to kind of like, you know, be able to design my work in some kind of way. Um, in the second episode, this is also like a really great one that we had and we got to do. Dr. Mark Brackett joined us and um, I've been following his work for a while. So it was, you know, amazing and incredible for me to be able to interview him. And um, he is, as we know, an expert in emotional intelligence. And he came to talk to us in detail about self-compassion. And of course, the lens was through emotional intelligence. But um, the the refreshing thing for me in that conversation when it came to talk about self-compassion was the fact that we need to look at our emotions as emotion scientists rather than emotion judges. And I think this is a new concept to a lot of us. But what that means essentially is for us to be able to objectively understand and unpack how we feel so that we can show ourselves compassion. Um, 
I think what he also mentioned that I found interesting was around being able to tell yourself um, and acknowledge to yourself that there are certain things that aren't great about yourself or about the situations that you're in, but it is only temporary. And uh, Mark has some really nice way to say it to himself. And I think we can all try practicing that. But um, other things that we can do is actually to do really basic things that we've heard quite often, like try to exercise, to meditate, to sleep well, because we need that mental strength and mental clarity to actually show ourselves compassion. And the fun thing, uh, this is amazing and I really love it. And I, I told my my whole team about it is actually you can check in with your emotions and, you know, really develop your vocabulary and understand your emotions better. And one of the things that you can try, uh, one of the options is actually to try an app that Mac actually developed with his team called How We Feel. I think at the moment it's only available on iOS, but um, it's still great. It's a free app and um, I've been trying it for a while. So yeah, definitely try it if you haven't already um, and if you're new to this. So that's episode two. Moving on to episode three, I got to talk to Kit Klein about nature-based therapy. Now, before this conversation, I never heard about this before. And I think it was not only new, but kind of refreshing because I guess we all know nature, but in the context of what Kit mentioned, a lot of the time we actually disconnected from nature because we're surrounded by, you know, activities, things to do, you know, smart devices and the consequence is quite huge if you're disconnected from nature all the time. Um, What that can do to you is you can, you know, you get disconnected to yourself subconsciously and you might not even notice it. Um, And in the long run, if you don't find ways to connect with nature and with yourself, um, you might actually lose your balance and, you know, you actually... um, it's going to be much harder for you essentially to find your true selves. And I know it kind of sounds cheesy in some ways, but um, it is true. Like I've noticed that in myself after that conversation as well. So Kit recommended that we try to do something called compassion inquiry. Um, And it is relatively new to us. I don't think a lot of us have heard about this, but basically we want to try and get into our bodies and scan for emotions. So, you know, identify any blockages that that we might have and work on them. And it's great to actually combine this with spending time in nature on the daily. So, you know, you can go for a walk and kind of like try to scan your body or um, even just sit down in a park and try to do this and, and notice the difference. I've tried it. It's great. Um, in episode four, Jocelyn Brewer joined our show to talk about something that I just, yeah, I just cannot stop talking about with my friends, which is fostering digital well-being in a tech-saturated world. Um, I think for me, what's interesting is setting boundaries because at the moment, my work is virtual. Um, I live away from home. So, you know, interactions with my family and close friends are also sort of virtual. I do have friends that I hang out with, um, but it's hard because I still need to stay connected with that part of my life, um, you know, virtually. So what Jocelyn um, recommended and mentioned is we are able to use our devices and we should because that's how life is, that that's how we're wired at the moment. But it doesn't mean that we cannot set boundaries. So as long as we can, you know, set our boundaries and try to declutter our online presence. That's all that matters. So something you can try is, for example, to declutter your inbox, to set up times that you don't check it at all, 
And also another thing you can try is to create friction. So log out of your devices, log out of your inboxes or, you know, accounts like social media accounts. So every time you want to check it or use it, you have to log back in and that would help because then you kind of be dragged back into the moment and you'll, you'll stay more connected to yourself, you know, your people, your circles and your surroundings. And um, I think it's definitely something to try at least once, you know, if, if you're kind of like hesitant because you need your smartphones and you're hesitant, still try it. It's great. Um, in the next episode, I got to interview Adam Rosenwey on emotional intelligence. And um, this time we talked a bit more about um, adaptive emotion regulation. So Adam is an expert in, you know, in this area, particularly and, and especially when it comes to the workplace, but it also applies to our personal lives as well. Um, he pointed out that in order for us to be emotionally intelligent, we really need to understand the impact of our decisions. Um, and I found this to be very interesting because I was like, you know, emotional intelligence decision, why? Basically, what is the answer is that when we are emotional or, you know, when we are making a decision, there are always, you know, emotions underlying it. And so when we are able to understand the emotions we feel when we make certain decisions, everything that we do will sort of improve in, in its quality because we'll be able to pay attention to the consequence you know, for ourselves and also for other people in our circle. Um, he encouraged us to pay attention to our verbal speech as well, because, you know, what we say um, really matters. And, you know, we need to regulate our emotions in the sense that they are a reflection of our thoughts. So, you know, when, when we say things in our head that can um, you know, point out your emotion and, you know, if you understand what you're saying and how you're conveying messages to your own self, you'll be able to understand your emotions and um, perhaps rewire those messages in a way that would help you. So, yeah, I found that to be particularly enlightening and very interesting. And in episode six, Carla McLaren joined us and she talked about self-awareness, emotional fluency, and empathy in the workplace. So, you know, still sort of like in, in that um, context of, of work, we've talked about that quite a bit on the show. But this time she highlighted that we need to have a strong vocabulary of emotion so we can actually understand the root cause of our own emotions. And in turn, that will allow us to interact in a more meaningful way. So Carla suggested that for us to be able to do that, it'll be good to sort of nurture and build our emotion vocabulary. And, you know, for a lot of us, this is new. I kind of mentioned that a little bit earlier that uh, Mark's work is kind of similar to this area as well. And um, there are things that we can try similar to what Adam did. Um, but what's interesting is Carl actually created a free emotion chart for kids and also another free one for adults that you can try. So you can kind of, you know, try to identify how you feel. I think this is really good in like combination with the the app that Mark developed that we that I mentioned earlier. So this is really fun um, and you know hopefully helpful for for anyone who's interested. And in episode seven, I had the opportunity to talk to Dr. Courtney Warren. It was such an amazing conversation about self honesty, um, one step toward self acceptance. Because personally, it has been a journey for me. Um, so even though this can be absolutely challenging. What we need to be doing is to be really objective about ourselves, you know, as much as possible when we really want to understand and, and to be honest with ourselves. Um, 
I think initially I kind of thought, you know, like we're all honest to ourselves, aren't we? But turns out, no, that is actually not always the case. Um, And it's interesting because we actually um, sometimes lie to ourselves, maybe to protect ourselves, but that will do harm in the long run, like Courtney said, um, because she said, once we are able to be honest with ourselves, we'll be able to truly grow in the direction that we should be and we'll minimize the regrets later in life. And this, this hits really hard, especially for me right now. I'm just kind of like, yeah, when I look back on that episode and, and rethink uh, about that conversation, it's, yeah, it's kind of like a really nice reminder that um, I need to be more honest with myself. And a practice that she recommended is to journal on the daily and be as honest as possible so that we can understand um, truly how we feel and what we're going through and, you know, where we are kind of dishonest with ourselves. Another practice that you can try is actually to try radical acceptance so we can get over tough situations um, and, you know, truly embrace our lives and live a more conscious life. Um, So I feel like that is a really nice way to maybe try um, to, you know, get into the new year with this, perhaps. It's a really fun activity to do as well. Um, it kind of sounds hard, but really just set set up time to do it and, and you'll see the benefit. I've tried it. And most recently on episode eight, Jory Rose joined our show and she brought us the science behind mindfulness. A lot of our guests have, have mentioned mindfulness on this show um, sort of in passing or, you know, um, as a practice. But Um, Jory mentioned and highlighted that it is crucial that we focus on things that we experience. And um, it's also crucial to notice when we're not in the moment, when we're zoning out, because it is uh, as important to to know when you're zoning out, to know when you're not mindful, because when you catch yourself being not mindful, that also is mindfulness. And I think that's pretty cool. And I think another cool thing that a lot of people probably don't know about is mindfulness can be practiced in anything that we do. You know, it can um, it can be practiced on the daily in in activities that you wouldn't think about. Um, And I'll mention that in a bit. But basically, this will allow you to do what you truly want to do in life and, um, you know, in alignment with your values as well. And I guess a lot of us just go through lives kind of on autopilot and mindfulness will really bring us back um, to, you know, the moments and the things that truly matter. So a practice that she recommended, as I I mentioned before, mindfulness can be practiced in anything we do. So you can actually try, you know, uh, to be mindful when you're walking, when you are at a crowded place or waiting in line to check out the supermarket. Um, You don't need to like half a cushion, sit on it and you'll be mindful. It doesn't actually work like that. Um, and you could even try activities like eating something mindfully or, or um, brushing your teeth mindfully. So, you know, just purely focusing on that activity, that's already mindfulness. Um, and you can also try mindful breathing. You know, if it's tough to do it for a, like an extended period, try it for a couple of minutes, maybe just a minute if you're new to this as well. Um Trust me, I've been there. It's challenging to just sit with yourself. But once you've got through a couple of times, you'll find that it will be okay. And it actually really helps to bring you mental clarity. 
So there you have it. Those are the eight episodes on our show so far. And, um, you know, really thank you for sticking with us um, the past year, ever since October when we started releasing. If you're new here, I hope you enjoy the recap. And if you find something new that you want to check out, go check it out on our channels. And um, finally, as I said, there's a twist. And here's an announcement. For the next four weeks, I'm going to try a practice recommended by our experts to see the benefit. Because, you know, one week is probably not going to be enough. Um, let's see the benefit after four weeks. So a practice that I thought would be fun to try, and this is in combination with um, between two episodes, actually, um, I kind of briefly mentioned that before, is um, the one um, that Mark Brackett recommended. <clears throat> and also um, the one that Carla McLaren recommended. And I kind of want to combine those two because the, the practice are kind of similar. Um, but I want to make it fun. And I'm going to try the How We Feel app a daily. Um, so I'm going to check in with my emotions and see how I feel each day. And I'll report back how I feel after that. So stay tuned. Thank you for tuning in. And I hope you enjoyed the recap. You've been listening to Doing Well, the Wellbeing Science Insights podcast produced by the Wellbeing Science Labs, a division of LMSL, the Life Management Science Labs. More episodes are available from 10 Life Management Perspectives and can be found by searching LMSL on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, and other podcasting apps available on your devices. If you enjoyed this episode, please rate, share, and subscribe to our channel so that other people can find it and we can continue to provide quality content. More of our work can be found on our website at we.lmsl.net, where you can join our movement. I'm Lu Ngo. Thanks for tuning in.